He's the best of the best of the best. He's a wonderful voice. If you don't like him, you don't have a soul. I'm sure your sister will. Hey, babe, you want to go out? show it's episode 56 it's august 8th it's a thursday it's a nice day here in the studio and i'm happy to be back here on youtube and wherever else you get your podcasts we're now on spotify and we're on anchor and we're now sponsored which is amazing i'll have more talk about that later but today we got four new stories for you guys in the gaming world and we've got another special guest coming later in the show so stay tuned for that a lot of stuff planned for you think for you guys today so we got four stories we got some stuff from anthem we got some stuff from fortnite we got some stuff from valve some really weird news stories coming up over there and we got some 2k news for you guys regarding borderlands so let's get straight into it so first things first um i'm gonna get the fortnite thing out of the way so the fortnite season 10 the, the update that came with it uh, people are, have mixed feelings about it. I've seen people be like, okay, it's whatever. It's another season of Fortnite. And then I've seen some people that are like, you know what? No, this sucks. And the two reasons why, uh, people find that it sucks that I found at least have been the addition to the, of the mechs. And then, um, the removal of the slipstream, the, the mechs was the mechs were in my opinion, I had to, so I had to go in and see for myself what what was going on with the new update. Uh, so I took some time out and played with uh, one of my friends who streams. He was playing Fortnite, so we played with him, and it was terrible. It was a terrible time. the the almost the entire game. It was a terrible time. So the whole idea with this Fortnite season is that they're going back in time with it. There's a it's a rift in time or whatever they they call it, and they brought back some old maps and some just some other stuff uh, that they used to have in the old seasons. And I was not interested, nor impressed, nor excited to play this season. I didn't feel any like, oh, there's no significance of this season. They just brought back the old maps and were like, oh, let's throw some mechs in there for you. And the mechs are terrible. Here's why. We were playing squads and we got ganked. We got ganged up on by three mechs and absolutely decimated three mechs we got ganged up on by three mechs and died that's the reason why i don't like the mechs uh not because i got killed by a mech but because of the fact that we got killed by not one but three three different mechs came and just surrounded and just killed us and that was probably the most legitimately infuriating thing that's happened recently in gaming to me that's like legitimately made me want to throw a controller. I don't throw controllers because I like my controllers. Uh, I paid money for them, so I do not want to break them. But in terms of like anger, because you, you guys have probably, well, if you've seen me on YouTube, then you've heard me rage on Siege. 
But this is a new level of like rage because I like I don't understand it. Like three mechs and we get surrounded and just straight up killed. I'm like, really? Really? And it's it's just a bunch of nonsense that I don't feel like dealing with. So this is probably a season I definitely won't be getting involved with. And that's not a that's not a get good situation. That's a like what is happening situation. What is even happening in the game? And I don't like to get mad at games. Uh, I get mad at communities because communities are what make games what can what can make the game lovable or hated. Uh, like Siege, Siege is a as a the community makes me not want to play the game because there's so much team killing going on. And there's an example of that that happened with me last night. You'll see a video on YouTube if you watch the YouTube channel Goof Norton. Um, you'll see gameplay on there about some bad shenanigans and why I hate playing Siege so much. I love the game, just hate the community. Um, but Fortnite is teetering right there. And I've watched I've watched several other streamers that are just not interested in this season. Um, somebody who I watch quite frequently, an old high school teacher, he plays Fortnite and he's not happy at all with this season. Uh, it's mostly because of the mechs, because of just the just the on the, the sheer unfairness of 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 them. Because uh, it's so much work to get those things, to kill those things. If, you, if you're if you just on foot with a squad, chances are you're probably not going to take down that mech very fast. That mech's going to take you out before you can take it out. Because it has a, you can shoot a flurry of rockets and you can shoot, you know, shotgun shots that can probably take you down in, I don't know, four shots maybe? I don't know the exact number. I haven't paid attention, to, I don't, I haven't paid attention to the, you know, overall damage. And, uh, so that has been just something that's, that, uh, you got to pay attention to. If you're playing Fortnite, just be aware. Uh, I'm not necessarily super angry over it, but definitely not going to be playing too much of it. Also with the update, they brought back the wild west in, what was it? Tilted town or whatever that map is called. I say, you're going to hear me say whatever when it comes to Fortnite, because I just don't understand a lot of, oh not that I don't understand a lot about Fortnite but I don't understand why this season has it's just been the most frustrating season I've played and I've only played two seasons <laughs> but they brought back Tilted Town and they made it a uh, a world a little a little mini world where you can just be there and not worry about builders cuz there's I know there's a lot of people who play Fortnite that aren't good at building and I understand that you know it, it's not an easy concept to pick up um, so I see a lot of people just struggle with, you know, building. So the one thing that, that, that area takes, takes away is the building. So everybody's on equal ground. So it's basically a classic, uh, just straight up shoot them, better shoot them. You better find them and shoot them and kill them and make sure they're dead or else you're going to get a hurting. You can't break anything either, which is awesome. I love that. Can't break anything. Can't build anything. Perfect. That's a perfect. Uh, grounds to fight on and I wish there was a mode in this game where there was just no building where it was just you you're walking you got your weapons and that's it um, and I mean for the most part I mean building like a lot of major building like if you you should be able to put a platform down or there should be pre-made platforms for things like campfires and uh, launch pads that that should come with a platform under it already and you should be able to place that down wherever that cool but anything else i'm like eh. 
So I would like to see something like that happen. Epic Games, if you're listening, make it happen. But other than that, the Fortnite thing is just, it's just something that's very, very casual, not too crazy. So does anybody remember Anthem? What happened to Anthem? Because I certainly don't remember. I certainly do not remember what ha- what happened to Anthem. It was like a huge hype. It was like, yeah, 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 Anthem, it's going to be the best thing ever. And then all of a sudden, it's gone. It's gone. It just disappeared from the face of the earth for a while. So two days ago, this article came out about Anthem's big cataclysm event uh, has finally begun. It's from Andy Chalk on PCGamer.com. Two weeks ago, Anthem's first pre-cataclysm challenges went live, kicking off what we expected to be a two-week period leading into the much-hyped, world-changing cataclysm endgame events. Just slightly more than two weeks later, the big moment is upon us as players may now embark upon a new story mission to track Dr. Harkin and unravel the mystery of the cataclysm. And in quotes it says, Battle Battle Var Brahm and her forces in a dangerous new game, uh, new game mode that evolves over time. Uh, these are from the update notes. So the team is working heavily. The teamwork is heavily encouraged as you battle against the dangerous environment and time itself. Unlock secrets and master the cataclysm to earn all new rewards and rank up the leaderboard. Cataclysm is available to all players who have completed their incursion. Incursion, sorry. Oh, wow, that was wrong. Uh, incursion mission. And will feature the inversion modifiers that we took to uh, that we took a look at in our May preview of the new mode. Inversions change the way your javelin interacts with the environment in different ways. Uh, some good, some bad. Two inversions selected from the list below will be active each week during the Cataclysm event. Now, there is an entire list that spans half a page. I'm going to read the just the uh, names of these of the of the things on the list here on the items on the list here. Uh, there's a lot. There's too many to read the description. So if you want to go check out this article on PCGamer.com, I will leave it in the link. I will leave a link in the description below to whatever to whatever platform you're watching this on, whether it be Anchor or YouTube or on SoundCloud. You can also find me on SoundCloud now. So the first one is Ultimate Boost. you got Turbo Gear, Lightning Rod, Close Encounters, Precision Operator, Immunity Pact, On the Edge, Soldier's Reward, From the Skies, Air Support, Broken Magazine, and Running on Empty. The 1.3.0 update also removes the Lux stat, which impacted item drop rate and rarity from all items and replaces it with Bonus Armor. Following the change, drop rates from easy to Grandmaster 1 difficulty modes will now work uh, as though players had maximum luck equipped prior to the update, while legendary and masterwork drop rates at Grandmaster 2 and 3 levels have increased for all players, including those who had previously had maximum luck equipped. Anthem's alliance system, which which awards in-game currency based on a separate alliance XP track, now includes guild members as well as friends when calculating social rewards. Kind of odd that it didn't do that in the, in the first place. Uh, stronghold stronghold chests are now available at the end of each legendary contract, and there are now three new classes of weapons to choose from, along with masterwork legendary variants. Pulse accelerators use seal technology to generate destructive energy. So the three uh, different classes are Bad Omen, charges to, charges to 
charges to fire a burst energy of projectiles. Rainmaker. Oh, wait. Okay, these are the sub thing that the uh, sub item, the items that fall under these categories. So you have pulse accelerators use uh, steel technology to generate destructive energy. Volt casters use steel technology to focus ambient electricity. And blade slingers charge a circular projectile with dynamic force. And then they have all these items that fall under that immediate category. And this article goes on for about another page or so. So I will leave that for you guys to discover the rest of that. Because Anthem is coming back. Possibly. It's trying to make a comeback. That's all I see. And hopefully it does. I mean, I don't. I hate to see games come and fail. Uh, there have been a lot of games under scrutiny, you know, in the past, like No Man's Sky. I did a, a podcast on that a while ago. That was under a whole lot of pressure and a whole lot of uh, persecution because of some false advertisement claims. And it had to come back from that, which was pretty hard. But it's, st- it's still keeping its head above water. I still see news about it here and here and there. But that was one of the articles I, I did see today, but I couldn't include it because just for time's sake, and I didn't want this podcast to be, you know, two hours long. An hour long is fine, but two hours is way too long. So Valve, we got some Valve news for you coming on here from Fraser Brown, PCGamer.com. Valve has put a stop to the Steam release date uh, release date exploit. This is an updated article. So the update is Valve has confirmed that it now requires developers to get in touch before any release date changes uh, can happen on Steam. Developers can still hit the release button whenever they uh, want once the game build has been approved by Valve. But to put a different release date on their store page, they'll need to get permission first. Developers uh, will also be sent reminders two weeks ahead of their release date to check that they're on track. These emails had previously been sent out only to uh, only a small number of developers, but as of yesterday, it's been expanded store-wide. So the original story, for those of you who don't know, in an attempt to get coveted uh, to get a coveted spot in Steam's popular upcoming releases list, some developers have allegedly gamed the system, changing the release date in the back end, uh, even if the store page shows a different date, this way games can appear in uh, in the list much earlier than they should, pushing other games down. Valve employees confirmed the issue in March, way back in March, and it looks like the solution is now in place. PC Games N reports that uh, Reddit user Headless Van, Headless Oh Headless Ivan, I'm sorry, uh, who says. They work in the indie publishing, encounter the message while updating the uh, release date on one of their titles. When attempting to change the release date, a warning now appears that asks developers to contact Valve if they want to make changes. This extra check should put off developers looking to exploit this uh, exploit Steam. Exploit Steam? I don't know why I'm saying exploit. It sounds weird. It's a weird word. Uh, looking to exploit Steam through... Uh, Though it means it also means there's an additional hurdle stopping developers from being able to curate their own store page. And in quotes here it says, If you need to make changes to this date, please contact Valve here the uh contact Valve here with the reason for your new release date and uh what date you like it to uh what date you would like to set it as. The message reads, You should be pretty certain that your new date is the date you will release. So I totally understand this. Um, I'm actually in the process of making a game myself, but I won't 
give too much more information besides that. I, I know, right? I'm working on too many projects right now. But this is a uh, this was a huge issue, and hopefully this definitely quells it and makes uh, makes this less of a thing because. I really don't, because a lot of new games that come out, uh, they can be pushed down because somebody changed the release date on their game. And it's like, oh, wow, this is nuts. And some games go unnoticed when they get released uh, for that reason. That's why a lot, That's why some you'll see some smaller games that have been released. And you're like, I didn't know this was coming out. You would have known it was coming out if a certain company or certain developers hadn't just exploited the system by changing their release date. Stuff happens, but uh, hopefully it will not happen anymore. So on to some important 2K news. This is about Borderlands. So 2K confirms sending private investigators to a Borderlands streamer's house. This is perhaps the most serious news. Uh, the article by Andy Chalk on PCGamer.com. So a streamer by the name of Submoto... I don't know if anybody out there knows him, but yesterday, yeah, yesterday, popular Borderlands 3 YouTuber Submoto, uh, Submoto uh, posted a video in which he claimed that two private investigators showed up at his home and questioned him on behalf of the Take-Two Interactive about leaked Borderlands 3 content on his channel. In the video, Submoto acknowledged sharing the information that hadn't been officially revealed, but said that he came by it honestly and that it was also available elsewhere. He says, It's not some crafty workaround. On April 29th, the official Borderlands YouTube channel posted the reveal of the Twitch extension leading into the gameplay reveal, which we were all stoked about. And the names of the testing, account, testing accounts were exposed in that video, as we've now learned, as he said in his video. This wasn't found by me. It was also posted on various platforms like Reddit and other social media. That's how it was brought to, brought to my attention. So quite a few of us decided to follow these accounts because, well, simply put, we could. Based on that, it sounds... Oh, bless the end of his statement. Based on that, it sounds like uh, a fairly straightforward case of someone finding a loose thread and pulling, which is sort of the thing that Gearbox tends to encourage, but 2K Games told IGN that it believes Submoto and his followers did not simply stumble upon the information, but took advantage of a Twitch security exploit uh, to capture screens of the channel preview, of the channel preview thumbnail that had been set to private in order to access it. 2K also revealed uh, that it's actually been investigating him for almost a year. Take two in 2K. Uh, take the security and confidentiality of trade secrets very seriously. The actions we've taken is the result of a 10-month investigation and uh, a history of this creator profiting from breaking our policies, leaking confidential information about our product, and infringing our copyright, 2K said. The information he's sharing about the situation in his new video uh, is incomplete, and in some cases, untrue. Not only were many of his actions illegal, but they were negatively impacting the experience of other content creators and our fans in anticipation for the game. Submodel has also said on his channel, uh, has also said that his channel was hit with seven copyright strikes the day after uh, the stream in question, although um, although all but one were subsequently removed from his, and his YouTube channel remains available, his Discord server was taken offline shortly after his encounter with the investigators, however, allegedly, uh, for allegedly being 
involved in selling, promoting, or distributing cheats, hacks, or cracked accounts. Submoto denied any wrongdoing in his video, but according to I, to the IGN report, uh, Discord and Twitch have also been investigating his server and channel on their platforms. His Twitch, remanal, his Twitch channel remains active for now. I've emailed, uh, I've emailed both for more information uh, and will update if I receive a reply. These are Andy Chalk's words. Submoto has also deleted his Twitter account and said he's taking a break from making YouTube videos in order to decompress and figure out where to go from here. He says, my plan is to, uh, is to see how I feel come September. I don't know if I want to, if I, I don't know if I want to play the game. I don't know if I want to make videos. I don't know where I'm going to be, where, where I'm going to be at. He also, he goes on to say, I haven't been keeping up with anything. I haven't even watch the new character trailers. I'm still stoked for characters like Flack and stuff, but I've I just think I've uh, I've been too close to the source for too long. I just need to step away from Borderlands, man. And uh that is the end of his statement. So that's the end of the article too. So that so that is that's something that's really interesting because I'm I can't. I can't really say whether I'm for or against anything in this article. Uh, if his actions, if his actions were illegal, then yes. Then obviously, freaking make sure he is properly punished. Because you know you can't just do illegal stuff without with and go unpunished for that. And that's the problem that we have uh, sometimes in the game community. People, some some people get away. Some content creators get away with doing certain things and somehow come out unscathed. And I'm like, why? Why? you should be punished because you did something that was pretty much that's illegal. Not like basically illegal, but actually illegal. So, uh, we'll see where this goes. I will keep you guys updated on this. This is actually one of the more, more most interesting articles I've had, most <laughs> stories I've had to cover in a long time, but man, in private investigators straight to your house. That is Honestly, something. All right. So we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens in the next few weeks. But now it's time for us to take a break. A very short break. And we'll be right back. And now we will have a word from our sponsor. Anchor. Gotta love them. Gotta have them. And uh, I'll see you guys after the break. I'll be right back with our guest all right welcome back everybody to the second half of the show finally got a chance to take a break and eat some food so like i promised we got another special guest as we're leading up to the close of season one getting to episode 60 Uh, welcome to the show for the first time uh anthony or edge tonic I decided to go with both instead of I one. I <laughs> see that. Uh, he is a... Well, would you call yourself a comedian? Is that... Comedian. Uh, you know, yeah. <laughs> That's one of my things. One of my effects. He does uh, comedy on YouTube. I will make sure I leave his... Channel in the description below. It's I've seen some of his stuff. It's pretty funny. I like it. I like it. Well, thank you. Uh, why don't you uh, give the give the folks at home just a little scope of what you what you do? 
Alright, well, uh, it's pretty simple. Uh, I kind of just, when it pops into my head, I, I put it onto my channel. <laughs> That's what it is. Uh, just color commentary, satire, appreciation, just stuff, shock value to catch the uh, viewer's attention. Um, I was told by a wise man, uh, a person with a creative mind is usually ten times funnier than he thinks he is. That's true. That is really true. Uh, does I mean yeah? Because when you're coming up with it, you, you don't think it's like, oh, this is probably not that funny. But people are like, oh yeah, it's really funny. It's probably like the most pleasant surprise you can get. Um, now I, I now I watched I your. I watched your uh, uh, your ex's video, which was absolutely hilarious. <laughs> um, you said it took you two months to edit that. Yeah, not my proudest moment. I uh, I got real lazy. <laughs> that was back when I was a uh... oh man, I was staying with uh, six people. And, um, two of them, the two guys you saw in the, they just kept wondering when, when the video was going to come out, and I kept making up some excuse, I'd say, oh, it's coming out in a week, or it's coming out in another week, and then two weeks turned into a month, and then <laughs> one month turned into two months. <laughs> so finally, I was like, I should probably finish this. <laughs> uh, I Yeah, I feel you there. I've had a couple of projects that were like that. I'm like, huh, you know what? Maybe I should get back to doing this. It's like my whole channel. I freaking, I, I record a video. I'm like, yeah, well, I'll upload that, upload that tomorrow. It's freaking 10 months later. Oh, forgot that was it there. It's actually the longest I've gone without, uh, it. So how long have you been, uh, how long have you been on YouTube? Uh, believe it or not, four years. Four years? Hey, you're on the four-year plug club with me. I like it. Well, what what made you um, choose YouTube as a platform rather than, you know, whatever else was available back then, like Twitch or something? I really don't know. I, I've been asked this question before, and I always answer um, what I've, what I've come to realization is I just really like creating and, um, when it's, when it's on my mind, I try to figure out the best way I can incorporate it into my niche, into my, editing. Uh, so... What I've come to learn is I, I, I started because I have all these ideas and they were just in my head and if I can't get them out, they kind of just sit there and it's like a, a second voice almost. It's kind of like, do this video, do that, do that. Remember that funny joke you saw on TikTok? You should make that. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like it. I, I respect the process. Uh, so... Were there like were there like any major comedians that were like 
in uh, an influence to you or is there or was there this was just you thing this was just a you thing it was always inside you uh you just it just took you a little bit to get it out i i'd say it it grew from a thing i was doing to people inspiring me to do it um the first person the first comedian that i saw on youtube was uh uh, a man by the name of, oh my god, I'm blanking on his name. Oh, I'm horrible. I'm in the world. Um, he was a com- Comedy Central comedian. I can't, I can't blank on his name. But uh, it was a scraggly haired dude, wore glasses, and he was talking about how he went to uh, Afghanistan for the first time. And um, yeah, this is kind of dark humor warning here um but he was talking about how he went to afghanistan and he saw a kid playing with a playing with a mango and uh, he, he asked the kid he's like hey can you throw me that ball real quick and uh he throws the mango at him and it hits him square in the face and he goes what what that hold on what is this why is it sticky and um apparently the uh people were passing the mango around and and Putting their uh, oh, <laughs> putting oh. Their semen in it. Oh, <laughs> that's 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 messed up. Wow, wow, oh, that's so wrong. That's funny though. That is funny. Man, oh, why did I? Ugh, I I was hoping it wouldn't go in that direction, but it did. It did. But I was ready for it. Uh, <laughs> so would you say like that's like your uh preferred style of humor or is there like something else definitely dark humor self-depreciation anything to do with just it's it's shocking yes i love it i eat it up like nice uh, so what would you say or your let's let's go with top three top three comedians uh, as of right now. As of right now, it it changes. It does. Um, I'd have to say my number one, Sarah Silverman. That's that's number one. I I, I got to. She just has me dying with every single thing she does. Number two, um, Kevin Hart, and then number three. Um, it was Louis C.K. for a long time. But I was like, yeah, I don't know. He's kind of been getting some bad, like some bad heat. So um, I switched to uh, this um, uh, Swedish-based uh, comedian. Um, hello, mother. How are you? I'm sorry about that. <laughs> That's a wonderful surprise. I'll, I'll keep that in. That's uh, yeah, funny. You can, you can see you can see where I get my humor from now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, the third guy, he's a Swedish based um, YouTuber who uh, I the guy is a comedic genius. He just 
the things he picks to talk about. Actually, wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Who am I Why am I talking about him? Like he's. But you know who Bo Burnham is, right? Yeah. Yeah, him. That guy. He's just. I don't know why I was talking about him. Like people didn't know who he was. It's just I didn't know he was from Sweden, so I always refer to him as a Sweden YouTuber. Fair, I mean, yeah, fair, fair enough. So what about um, yeah, yeah. what is it about Kevin Hart that makes him very funny to you? Because I'm only in, in my own in my own in my own world. I'm just not a huge Kevin Hart fan. I've never been a huge fan of his. I've always just seen him as like it's this short black guy who's very loud. And in movies, it's it's the same role. And I hate that he has the same role in every movie. I wish they do you know something better with him. It it was more of a for me that was the first black comedian I saw on the main scale. So um, I it was I hadn't seen Chris Rock yet. I hadn't seen um uh ooh blanking on names today. Uh, the guy from Friday he played Friday. Ice Cube. Ice Cube. I can't remember his name. Oh no, Ice Cube. Uh, the guy with Ice Cube. Mike Epps. Him. Yeah. Hadn't seen him yet. Hadn't seen any other black comedian. <laughs> At least on the main stage. And I saw Kevin Hart and I was like, holy shit. <laughs> he is hilarious. And I just, it was more of his, I could see his realism coming from it. And mm-hmm. I would just, it was, it was, okay, okay. It was, it was the all right, all right, all right. That, <laughs> I couldn't. Uh, it had me. <laughs> it was like, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> uh, I started imitating him at, this is like middle school, I think. Or, no, no, I was like ninth grade. I started imitating him, trying to uh, put my uh, style of comedy like his at the time. And it was, oh, man, I fell in love with it. Nice. Do you uh, do you ever like go back and explore like older comedians like Bernie Mac or anything like that, or like Eddie Murphy? I did. I uh, recently, very recently, probably a year ago, I uh, wanted to, you know, get with the history because um, this is kind of new to me. I had just gotten the, I guess you could say, the key to the funny, if you will. Uh, <laughs> Uh, just built up the confidence to actually let people see it. And I wanted to, you know, have a history behind it. And uh, I went back and watched, um, like I mentioned, Chris Rock. Uh, I watched some of Eddie Murphy's stuff, and I couldn't stop. I can't even finish watching it because I was <laughs> laughing so much. Um, uh, who, ooh, man. Like, probably hours, and this, by the way, this was at 4 a.m. I'm just dead, and I'm just sitting there watching people make jokes, and, like, if it's something funny, I'll go, uh-huh, that was funny. <laughs> it's, like, 4 a.m., and I'm on the verge of death. I feel that. I feel that. I've spent many times. What, uh, Most what, of the times I spend on YouTube, but can I whatever. I you a question? I, go, I want to ask you a question. Can go I ahead. Go this? ahead. Ask me the question. I was no, I was thinking back to what my mom did. I'm sorry. Oh. <laughs> what? How? How? How did you start with the podcast? Because this is my first time, 
and I always wanted to do a podcast, but I went to be in one first before I did it, just so I know what, so I could know the inside on what you're supposed to do. <laughs> so what, what, how did you start? How, how did I start? Well, um, I grew up on AM and FM, like radio shows, because I'd always ride to work with my mom as a kid. Because uh, everybody else in my family is just busy at it work or at school, so I always like grew up hearing. I remember I was yeah. in the radio back when Kenny G had a radio station. Um, but listening to so much radio over the years, it kind of became just a, a part of me. So I was like, okay, that's pretty cool. And as I got older, I'm like, I discovered that I can do it too. So I'm like, well, I, I want to have a radio show. Uh, hence why my show is called the Goof Norton Radio Show. But since radio is dying, I was like, okay, well, let's try something else. Like, is there another way I can do this? And I found out about podcasts. And then uh, I was like, okay, let's do that. Let's just do the podcast thing and see how this goes. So the first episode I did, it was seven minutes long. The first episode I did, it was seven minutes long. <laughs> and it was about um Gotta start somewhere. <laughs> yeah. It was about uh Black Ops Three. And then that was and the first person I talked to that um that was like, Oh yeah, sure, go ahead. I'd love to see you do your podcast. That was like, Oh yeah, sure, go ahead. They were like they they were like they're the reason why the podcast was so short because they were like, oh, I don't really like long podcast episodes and all that stuff. And I was like, okay, well, let's, I don't know how long a podcast is actually supposed to be because I, I was like, so I was like, okay, forget it. Let's make it seven minutes and see what happens. Um, but after that, like, it, I just expanded it from 10 minutes to 12 minutes to 20 minutes. I even did like 30 minutes or so. Within the fifth episode, I had my first guest. So I was like, all right. Um, but I mean, it just started because I, I, I love radio. Like, I love radio. I love the way it sounds, I love everything about a radio show, the commercials, the, you know, the intro music, the outro music, it's so good. Like, sports radio is some of my favorite kind of radio to listen to, just because it's, there's just so much talking and so much conversation that you can get into so easily. So, that's how it pretty much started. Yeah, I, uh, I never realized this until very recently that I like to talk. <laughs> <laughs> and, it, <laughs> and it's kind of you're probably shaking your head like what you're a comedian of course you're supposed to love to talk but I was very introverted and um you may uh, you say you saw some of my videos and stuff that takes months and months of confidence building just being able to feel comfortable enough to put it on there cause uh for a while, I didn't feel like I was a good talker. You know, I didn't feel like I was a person that could get someone's attention just by talking, which is why I rely so heavily on my editing because my uh, talking is uh, <laughs> kind of subpar. <laughs> I, well, I, I 100% feel that, and I 100% understand what you're talking about because that's exactly how I, I was and still am a little bit. I was uh, throughout high school because when I started my YouTube channel back in 2014, I was I'm introverted. I completely introverted. I didn't talk to a lot of people. I kind of kept to myself. When I discovered YouTube, because of the people who I was watching, they were so open and energetic. I was like, 
and they had such you know positive communities surrounding them i was like i kind of want that so i was like that's what prompted me and propelled me into doing youtube uh but even then like my talking was bad i look at old episodes i'm like man i suck i'm terrible <laughs> but i rely on it i now i rely on editing because i can do it even though my talking is terrible, but you're like, oh, hey, podcaster. No, I, my my talking here is good, but the talking in the the gaming videos are just crap. Um, even this turns into nonsense most of the time. So, well, I mean, you get the best content from the stuff you don't expect, and I took that as kind of like a my 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 selling point with my videos. You're not going to expect what I'm going to do. <laughs> I will always retain the element of surprise or have you on the edge of the seat. <laughs> and um, So that's what I do. I, took, I felt that was my way of becoming a better uh, showman, a better talker. You know, keep giving people the element of surprise. You don't know what's going to come next. I could just start talking about... Uh, dragons and you'll be like whoa he's talking about dragons now what am i gonna do i don't have any dragon content but you know whatever let's just move <laughs> i need to get some of that because i do not have that element of surprise people are like oh he's gonna talk about pancakes next i already know it oh yeah there it is pancakes <laughs> i just to me my i didn't want to be predictable because how YouTube is now, a lot of it has to be repetitive so people can, you know, uh, kind of have a schedule or not a schedule, I'm sorry. A, uh, remember when I said I was a bad talker? Yeah, <laughs> it takes yep. me a while. <laughs> Words fine. and me are not friends. Uh, people want to know that that's what you do. They want to, they, they see that you're known for that. But it gets to a point where you're just doing the same type of video every mm -hmm. single week or yep. every single day. Some people, they can deal with it. They just da -da 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 -da, knock out 40 videos in a week because they're insane. Uh, <laughs> but me, it takes me so long because I have to... Um, Come up with something kind new. of cheat. <laughs> it's kind of like I'm taking a a break, but I'm also taking like a a mental a mental break, if you will. Mm -hmm. And uh, I have a I have a little series that started called Mental Break. Check that out on my channel, <clears throat> Shameless Promotion. Uh, <laughs> and people just I I want people to not know that's my niche. I want people to not know it's gonna happen. I and that and that is what I think draws people to my channel because they're waiting. They're waiting to see what I'm gonna do next. Oh, it's gonna pop out of somebody's. <laughs> I don't know. Just some crazy <laughs> that's gonna happen. <laughs> oh my god. Hmm. Okay, you can still hear me. I'm sorry. Uh, my microphone is being stupid. Uh. Dang it! I forgot what I was gonna say. Uh, no, but I, I feel that because I was, I was literally just recording a podcast before we did this, um, for next week or whenever this goes up that like doing the same thing over and over again, it, like it's such a, it's such a hassle, um, 
because a lot of pe- I've seen many YouTubers that I watched now mm-hmm. they did that in the past way back when like one guy he he did two videos a day for four years straight every day did not miss an upload and he was proud of that at the time but he was so you know miserable in his personal life because that that's all he did was YouTube and when he went to cons and all that stuff, he had to, of course, prepare in a week in, week in advance. So that's extra recording and extra editing and all that on top of, you know, maintaining his regular schedule within that week, that same week. Um, so there was never really time for him to relax and he was always tired. And it was such an issue. Uh, and recently, like four, yeah, four years, four, four whole years. And like, what was it like a year ago? He started to actually just step away from it and finally, you know, take vacations and take personal breaks so he could, you know, mentally recover and relax. Um, and he could finally, you know, visit friends. He's, he's been the people who's been, he, he's been doing collabs with like that live. Cause he was, he lives in Ireland. He used to live in Ireland, but he, you know, would never had a chance to actually come and enjoy the United States or Britain or wherever that yeah, whatever area surrounded him but now he had, he had time to do that he had time to relax and chill out now he's you know a better person but i always see people commenting you know down uh, in in old videos that are like oh i miss this person i'm like do you really though cuz he he was he was he yeah he was energetic on screen but off screen he was absolutely miserable so i'm like it's very important to pay attention to mental health uh and not kill yourself over this kind of thing it's uh it can be a can be stressful. Like I uh remember when I was first starting and this was in 2011. Um fun fact, Anthony has actually been on YouTube 6 years. But let's not talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> um 2011 is when I started um my first like first ever like OG video. Ooh. That was in my dad's house. Uh and um, I just I started it, and I got a couple of my friends just looking at my videos, and then um, it turned into uh, a couple months later, me just going around doing dumb stuff like just running into a, a grocery store, yelling really loudly, and then running out. <laughs> and I see five hundred, yeah, dumb stuff like that. I'll see five hundred views, six hundred. I was like, yeah, yeah, I need to keep doing all this crazy stuff and I'm just a you know ninth grader just (laughs) trying to you know find my uh uh, group in school and whatnot and I thought being the loud one being the eccentric one would uh you know hail me the coveted title of oh everyone's friend ah but but no the opposite happened I got uh gruesomely bullied I got you know kind of casted aside because Everyone thought I was just funny guy, clash clown, haha. But he doesn't have any emotions. <laughs> He's not human. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I, I really hit myself hard at the end of high school because, you know, by that time I had no idea what I was gonna do because I had just been known as a guy who went around and did dumb stuff. <laughs> no one really wanted to. <laughs> take me seriously and um it was because i was just so attached to youtube and making a keeping it constant that i didn't take time to step back and look at what i was actually doing 
that is that is a lot. That's a lot to take in right there. Um, all right. Um, but no, this is this is what the podcast is for. This is like just simply we sit here, we talk, and fun stuff comes out of it. Informational stuff. Perfect time. And this is why I do this. This is why I love doing the podcast because this is what comes out of it: real conversation from real people. Um, and everybody gets a chance to learn something, take a different perspective on it, rather than just hearing me blab on for like six hours. So I love having guests. Um, um, I got into the open miles thing. Let me see how's this going. Cause it's my first time. I'm a I'm a podcast version. Be- on me. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 um, I, wa- I do listen to a lot of podcasts. I listen to this one girl named um, Megan Byrne. Megan Burning. She has a podcast called Burning in Hell. It's freaking hilarious. And then um, this one girl named Isa Albert. Okay, so I'm bad with names. Just <laughs> let's make that a staple for this, the rest of this podcast. <laughs> if I'm trying to remember someone, I will butcher their name. <laughs> but um, I listen to them, and they're crazy and eccentric, and it's just fun to come over to, to doing it yourself, and like, wow, now I have to be the you know, engaging one, the, the, the talk and talk and be a, a human being. You know? <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, I mean, after a while, it becomes like, eh, whatever. I mean, at first, it's always going to be awkward and slow, but after a while, we just end up just going back and forth like it's nothing. Um, there was, uh, I think, the reason why I, I I am the way I am now is because of uh, there's a podcast called the J and Dan podcast I found on Google Play. Um, and they're just they're just two hilarious Canadians who worked for Fox Sports at like. 2017 um and they just they have this this podcast is like it's their after work podcast like they have their professional on screen all that but when they come to this they're just regular guys they talk they swear they bring in they brought in multiple kinds of people they brought stars they brought in singers and all that stuff writers and they just sit there and they talk for you know like 30 minutes or so and it's the best thing just to listen to uh and i absolutely love it I would go crazy if I could listen to a on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> just, it's not as awesome as, yeah. as you think, but awesome it, they just they just they're just talking. Just, they're just sitting just, there talking. I have to find that episode that that happened. I will make sure I I'd send that to you. I think I think what my problem is I'm not used to it. Yeah. So. I never thought they were boring. Let me just put that out there. I I think podcasts are amazing. I love listening to them. It's just with me, I am a film oriented person. So if I'm not constantly seeing something, I lose attention on it. Um, but listening to it and, and talking are two different things. So it's like 
I'm starting to like it <laughs> a lot more than I had previously thought. I forgot who we met. <laughs> it was just happen chance. And, uh, or no, I just reached out and I was like, hey, I want to be in the podcast. Yeah, I mean, hey, it, that's that's what happened. That's exactly what happened. That's what that's exactly what happened. I don't know why my microphone keeps like going in and out. I'm really hating it. Um, but um, yeah, that's exactly what happened. Freaking, you reached out and I was like, okay, let's make it happen. And here we are. And here we are. But yeah, this is what happens when your first experience is a nice one. You want to do more of it. This is this is where I get people. <laughs> you got me. You hooked me, man. Uh, I'm, 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 I'm claiming this right now for all of you watching, all of you listening. I'm the reason that a, a hundred podcasts are going to start happening now. I, I'm calling it now. <laughs> calling it now. I'm the father of a new generation of podcasts. Uh, <laughs> he, he has he's planted the seed of podcasts I have, and it will go on for eons. Yes. <laughs> planted my seed. Uh, <laughs> that was a bad analogy to me. <laughs> it was. Well, it's fine. It's fine. I won't lose my sponsorship over this nonsense. Um, but the uh, but the the Jay and Dan podcast, the one on Google Play, like they just bring all these random stars. Like they bring all these random stars from sports or from uh, different industries, writers, and they get them all in they just talk they end up talking about just whatever and it's the best time ever that's what's so addicting about it I'm speechless I can't oh man I would have never I would have never known this had I not reached out I would have been in the dark and just been in my little hidey hole, which is my <laughs> office, by the way. I call it my hidey hole. <laughs> yep, I feel you. Just yep, feel letting time pass, not knowing that these amazing things are going on in these podcasts. I, I would have never known. Like podcasts are a wonderful world. I mean, there's a there's a lot of variety. Not everything is like what I do, but there are like murder mysteries. There are music podcasts where they talk about music, video games. I, uh, my buddy let me listen to a couple of lore, uh, podcasts, fell in love with those. I didn't know they were, um, I didn't know those were so trendy at the moment. I didn't know they were so, like, high in volume. There's, like, millions. Like, I, I had no idea, and I, and I feel so ignorant <laughs> to the media, uh, industry, because I feel like I should know about stuff like this i mean i'm I mean, uh, for me it's like i'm just glad i was introduced to it's so, uh things like the um thing uh things like the uh the the serial podcast uh i don't know if you know about that but that was something that was awesome i got introduced to that in school that was like one of the projects we had to do for our english class i was like a serial podcast this girl was murdered and nobody knows who did it but we figured it out possibly maybe but it was fun it, like and it's another podcast i can just listen to in my car whatever <sighs> podcasts are fun podcasts are fun podcasts are so much fun
We're both having we're both having problems with our mics today. I'm <laughs> <laughs> not the only one, thank goodness. Uh, but like I've I've even well um, well experimentally I recorded a podcast in my car over the weekend. Good times. I uh I don't know if you're a bad ex. Uh, how old you were? I'm twenty. You're twenty. Yeah. Mike, you just brushed up on thirty-five. Oh, you have such a. I'm not. I'm just trying to call you old. I'm just saying. Oh yeah, right. <laughs> nice. Uh, just call me old. It's fine. <laughs> It'll be a first. <laughs> No, you just your voice sounds so refined and like uh, like an older person. Uh, yeah, I've, I've well, okay. Yeah, you're, not, have... you're not the first person to say that, which is which is good. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Like I... a like a talk show host, like a talk show host, like a radio broadcaster. Yeah, I don't know. Which is a good thing. What caused it to be like this? But it is, and I'm happy for it. I'm glad. I think I I have I have I have an idea. Yeah. It, it was. I have an ongoing theory that radio broadcasters and talk show hosts, their voices are trained because they're talking all the time. Mm-hmm. So like your voice just naturally settles on this. When I like to call it the P voice, is just the the best voice that you can have on the radio. This is my peak voice, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> That's it sounds a, amazing, doesn't that's it? An that's an interesting theory. <laughs> that's funny because I because I don't like talk at like much at all in real life. I'm very much quiet. I'm a I'm a yes and no answer your question very very fast kind of person. But here I'm just like I'll let it flow. I'll let it flow for a bit. something else <laughs> i mean i'm i'm guessing it's probably from hearing so many different people just talk and i've just like mm. picked it up just mm-hmm. out of like habit uh and whatnot natural just a natural stimuli just boom there it is boom we figured it out we figured it out everybody well i'm 23 <laughs> <laughs> so uh can't call me old then. What? I don't know if you thought I sounded like a six-year-old. Some people do. Uh, no. I mean, no. you sound about right the right age. I mean, it, it doesn't. I don't know because I've I've heard sixteen-year-olds that sound like they're twenty, except when I hear their jokes and I'm like, yeah, no, you're sixteen. Um. But no, I mean, uh, thanks for coming on. Let, thanks for letting me be your first podcast. Yes. Thanks for the opportunity. I was kind of nervous at first, but then uh, I had I remember my my wise word and just do it. And that's how it happened. <laughs> there you go. There you go, and uh, hopefully we can have you back here again. This is towards the end of season one, so you'll be uh, be able to be on oh, season two. The last episode, lucky there. 
so towards the end, towards the end, we're close. We're not exactly there yet, but we're we're close. So I will leave all of his links. Just, just the last. Yeah, I will leave all of his links in the channel in the description below. And if you're hearing this on Anchor, you're hearing this on SoundCloud, Spotify, wherever, go over to YouTube and check out his stuff because it's pretty interesting. It's pretty funny. Found some good stuff over there. Um, if you want to come go, if you want to support the show, go over to patreon.com forward slash GN radio or go to PayPal or donate straight through anchor and you'll help the show grow and increase and improve in quality and it'll be a good time. So, uh, do you have anything for the audience before I let you go? Ah, Wow. That's my turn? Oh, I just, I was listening to what you were saying. It sounded so fluent. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, guys, check me out on YouTube. I, I do that. That's a thing that I do. I'm pretty hilarious by other people's words. Uh, my name is, I'm Taboo Tuesday on YouTube. Um, also, I have an Instagram. Uh, check that out. It's on my YouTube. Yeah, just, you know... Follow, follow, follow Norton. Who's Norton? Like, <laughs> wow, I'm, I'm blown away. <laughs> support, support this podcast. Support all podcasts. Mic drop. Let's Mike do this thing. <laughs> Mic drop. There you go. There you have it, everybody. Thanks for joining us. We hope to see you guys in the next episode. But until then, go out there, be great. Remember, gaming's not a crime, no matter what anybody says. And we'll see you next time. Peace out. Only know you've been high when you're feeling low. Only hit the road when you're missing home. You only know you love it when you let it go. But you let it go. Look. See, I remember when I met you as a sophomore Started out as friends, but I knew that we would want more Hit your favorite restaurant, with your favorite dress on That's one of my favorite memories that I've kept on the road with me I know it's crazy how things change so quick Went from rock bottom to all the-